0: What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of dream a little the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about age play So that you can enjoy it with your significant other. I'm your host lo and thank you so much for listening Today is all about the good things about age play specifically how age play or abdl can actually be beneficial healthy and potentially improve your life or your relationship Before we start, I want you to keep in mind that the good things I'm about to discuss on today's show won't have much of an effect on you if you or your partner don't have any interest in BDSM or age play. But if you're into age play, or if you're at least curious about it, you're going to really enjoy this episode. I want to start off today with a listener spotlight from Mermaids Cuttlefish, who says, Let me preface this by saying I am not a podcast person. I can't seem to focus enough for podcasts and audiobooks, and I just tuned them out, but I'm actively listening to this one because I feel like it's very informative for people starting out in this. Thank you, Lo, for opening up. I love that. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I'm really happy that you're able to listen to this, even though you're not a podcast person. That means a lot to me. So thank you for making my day. You guys know I read every single review you leave on iTunes. So thank you so much for taking the time to write all the kind things you do. It really means a lot to me. Now, I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Let's just dive into the good things about ABDL or H play. So why H play in the first place? And to that I say, why not? Age play or ABDL is much more than a sexual act. It's a lifelong sexual identity for a lot of people out there. It's a behavior that brings meaning and fulfillment for those who practice it. Let's get something straight here. Age play, ABDL, DDLG, or more generally, the caregiver little dynamics all fall under the umbrella of BDSM. But they tend to be a more gentle form of BDSM compared to some of the typical dom sub roles like slave and master. In 2013, a study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine showed people who participate in BDSM are actually happier and psychologically healthier than the general population. Still, for whatever reason, people are always curious to know why some of us feel compelled to role play as an age younger than we actually are. And the thing is, I think that no matter what type of person you are, as adults there are all times where we play or act younger than we are, we might just not realize it. In fact, there are a lot of elements of age play that are universally appreciated by adults everywhere. Like, I mean, nap time. I mean, who doesn't love a good nap? TK puts me down for naps all the time and when he can see that I need it. And it's really sweet how he, you know, tucks me in and puts on some white noise sounds for me and Besides it being cute, naps are actually really good for you. They lower your tension, which decreases your risk for heart disease, and it can also improve your mood, alertness, and performance. I know that's the case for me. I always wake up feeling so much better. Above all, most of us adults can agree that we all enjoy naps, and I think we should make them a regular thing. So uh, TK and I are friends with this couple before they moved away, we would watch Game of Thrones together every Sunday night. It was kind of our little ritual. And it was super fun because, you know, we'd cook dinner together, we'd have some beers, and they would even bust out some adult coloring books. So here I am, sitting on the floor, coloring with this girl while the guys cook us dinner. And they had no idea that I had a little side. In fact, they probably had never even heard of age play. Yet here we are doing the most age play thing ever. I mean, it's Really cool how you can walk into a store like Target nowadays and easily find adult coloring books everywhere because, let's face it, coloring is fun and adults enjoy it just as much as kids. And, you know, just last weekend I went over to one of my friends' house and she was telling me about this kid's show called The Loud House. She watched it because her kids love it. And she was telling me how she actually ended up enjoying it too, even though she's an adult. And there was a recent episode where the Loud House made history by writing some gay characters into the show. And I thought it was really cool. And I ended up watching it, too, when I got home. I mean, just think, how many people do you know that enjoy watching Spongebob or Adventure Time or, you know, any of these South Park cartoons aren't just for kids? Adults enjoy them, too. But I think one of the sweetest moments in an age play relationship is when your partner reads to you And it doesn't need to be a children's book in order to make an age play. It could be Harry Potter, or in my case, The Expanse, the sci-fi book. Whatever book you like, it's just a fun way to wind down before bed, and it's very low-key age play. Mainstream media has a reputation for sensationalizing age play. It portrays our community as morally wrong, gross, and potentially dangerous but a lot of elements of age play are actually pretty normal. Partaking in things like napping and coloring can not only be fun, but they can also improve your mental health. Which leads me to the second good thing about age play, improve mental health. Years ago, before there were studies and research on sexual fetishes, it was believed that they were caused by some unresolved childhood traumas. But we know now that Kingsters aren't psychologically damaged, but studies show that on average, kinksters are actually better adjusted than their vanilla counterparts. Kinksters tend to be more conscientious toward others, more open-minded towards new experiences, as well as less anxious and less sensitive to others' perceptions, and I wholeheartedly believe this to be true in my own life. In fact, most ABDLs or age players That I've had the pleasure of interacting with tend to fit that description as well. Going into head spaces like little space, subspace, or top space has been compared to meditation or having a runner's high. It's known that those activities lower our stress hormone cortisol and participating in BDSM or age play can have the same effect having a BDSM or an age play dynamic in your relationship can actually increase your sense of well-being. I mean, that's great. It's a lot to celebrate, you guys. I've said it before, but little space is really therapeutic for me, and I've I've definitely compared it to meditation in the past as well. It's a time where you can really, you know, put your phone away and live in the moment and just play without worries, which leads me to the next good thing about age play is it allows you to adopt a playful mindset. Play is essential during childhood development because it teaches us social cognitive skills, how to collaborate with others, and much, much more. But did you know that adults have a lot to gain from playing as well? Play can actually increase your productivity levels and make you more creative. So what exactly counts as play? It's more of a mental approach to an activity Than the particular activity itself. So no matter what you're doing, if you approach it with a playful mindset and you have fun while you're doing it, it's considered play. That could mean playing a board game with friends, drawing, solving a jigsaw puzzle, swimming, or taking a dance class, whatever. I feel like even when TK and I are recording our Dream a Little Bigger podcast, We have so much fun with it, just joking around and getting to talk about our dynamic that it actually feels more like play than work. By the way, if you want to listen to our new podcast, Dream a Little Bigger, you can hear it at patreon.com slash dreamalittle. That's patreon.com slash dreamalittle. Even TK plays on his own and probably doesn't even realize it. Twice a week, he goes and plays soccer with his colleagues And he just loves it. He's got a really competitive side and he's very good at soccer. So not only is it a great activity to keep him fit, it's just a time for him to get out there and run around and play. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think playing soccer is probably the most age play thing that he does. Above all, play is being happy in the moment. And as adults, I feel like we rarely have the headspace to do that. In age play, we just take it to the next level. TK reads me cute little bedtime books. He buys me Hello Kitty coloring books. He gives me toys to play with in the bath. And because those activities are more babyish and taboo than other adult play activities, most people worry that their partner won't understand or maybe they'll look at them as being immature. So opening up about these kind of things requires a lot of trust. Which brings us to good thing number four, increase trust and intimacy with your partner. It's crucial for every kinky couple to create a safe space, an emotional safe place where you can really open up and express yourself without judgment. And that goes both ways. When you're able to successfully talk about your fantasies without holding back, it creates feelings of connectedness and intimacy between two people. I know this to be true even in my friendships with a few people that I've opened up to about ABGL. When you try something new together as a couple in the bedroom or just, you know, a new hobby together, there's a release of dopamine and serotonin, the brain's feel-good neurotransmitters. And those two chemicals are associated with feelings of calmness, happiness, and motivation. So trying new things together in and out of the bedroom helps keep you feeling bonded and at ease. And sometimes trying new things in the bedroom can be risky. I mean, maybe it's risky because you're physically being restrained. Maybe it's risky emotionally because you're allowing your partner to see you at a really vulnerable state, like sucking on a pacifier or wearing like a onesie. And all of that riskiness requires a strong level of trust to be established before you start out. And when your playtime in the bedroom goes well, it increases feelings of devotion and closeness to your partner. But of course, that play is only going to be possible if you're able to fully communicate your desires without being judged or having these overwhelming feelings of shame. Which brings us to the final good thing about age play, at least here on the show today, which is the potential for better communication. Couples who practice BDSM tend to fare better than non-kinky couples when it comes to communication. In general, kinky people tend to be more aware and communicative about their sexual desires because they know the importance of having a discussion about those things. And that's because in a BDSM relationship, you have to have strong communication. Whereas vanilla relationships might only talk about their sexuality as needed from either challenges or boredom arising. So in order to have a fantasy come alive as a kinky person, you've got to be really good at explaining your fantasies in depth and negotiating boundaries clearly, which makes you a good communicator. So there you have it, my friends. I hope that you enjoyed hearing some good things about age play and that it inspires you to one day tell your partner about your abdl side if you feel nervous about opening up and you have no idea where to start i want you to stop what you're doing and head over to thelittlelounge.com slash 129 i want you to go there and download my free guidebook introduction to coming out kinky where i teach you exactly where to start that's thelittlelounge.com 129 can't wait to see you there Until next time, my friends, stay kinky.